Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So there was a, a, a very, very strange incident that took a place in Australia. Now, in of itself, in of itself, it is uh, something I think that we are seeing around the world. But that's why I wanted to address it. Pro-Israel demonstrator Adam Kahlberg has uh, criticized the idea of a pro-Israel protesters not being allowed to have an opposing voice because it may cause something. Uh, and uh, he said that he wasn't allowed to have an opposing voice because uh, it's uh, out of fear of what could happen. And this notion of fear, I think, is a very, very real one. And it might well be making pro-Israel supporters a target because perhaps they are inherently Maybe less violent, maybe less numbers. Well, let's talk to Adam Kahlberg. Adam, a very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Howard. How are you? I am well, thank you. So, Adam, just tell us, tell our listeners what happened. Uh, at, at, uh, give us the context here. Yeah, sure. So, um, what you have to understand is, so in Melbourne, um, over the last week, I firstly I wasn't working. I was in between a bit of work, so I had some time off, and the um, Basically, a lot of the public schools um, in the inner city areas of Melbourne are very liberal and progressive. And what happened was that they, with their movement, decided to protest for Palestine. Right. So what you have to understand is you've got public schools funded by the government who are taking off time during the week to go protest for Palestine. And me, being obviously pro-Israel and Jewish, decided that, okay, well, I would go down with my Israeli flag and with some stickers and posters and just be there. So, so hold on. So, so, so public schools, public schools were standing behind a pro-Palestinian support base. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's correct. And it is also important to understand the protest itself was organised by the Socialist Alternative, which is a basically a socialist Marxist university movement um, who've aligned themselves with the Palestinian cause. Um, and as I said, I decided to go and kind of stand. For Israel, um, a couple of my friends happened to live in the city at the time. Right. And also, I think it's even more important because you've got a lot of these young people who may not be as knowledgeable or as have the critical thinking skills to be able to dissect the situation, being kind of, you know, indoctrinated with these belief systems. It was really important to go be there because even one or two people in a big crowd can have a really large impact. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I decided to go down and kind of show my support. Um, as I said, I had a couple of stickers, some posters, and an Israeli flag. I pulled out the flag, although it didn't stretch it out. It was quite scrunched in a heap. And within about a minute, a police officer came up to me and told me that I sh- he would advise me to put the flag away because in, in Victoria and Melbourne specifically, we have these what they call breach of the peace laws, mm-hmm. which essentially, if they believe that something is going to erupt that could be violent, they can move people on. They won't, not necessarily an arrest, but they will move people on. And I was told that if someone came up to me and attacked me um, and it caused something, I could be sent away for breach of the peace. Hmm. So in that, I said, okay, fine. He said, as I said, he advised to put the flag away, but he didn't mandate it. So a couple minutes passed by, a cu- um, three more police officers come up to me, and this time one of them basically says, look, you're in breach of the peace. Uh, you're taking your flag. We're taking your stickers. We're taking your posters. Um, they sent two of my friends away because they were just asking questions as to why. Mm-hmm. Between this time, nothing actually happened. Um, there wasn't like anyone had come up to us or been aggressive. Um, and then, as I said, two of my friends got sent away. 
and then I got um, pushed. Kind of, I was allowed to stay, but I followed. I then followed the crowd up the street, in which they were chanting, as they usually do, um, "Free, free um, Palestine!" and from the river to the sea. And I would just kind of follow along with um, from Hamas, which wasn't, <laughs> which was upsetting to many of these protesters. Right. Um, many of which were some young people, and drew some quite staunch insults my way, use of the F word. And it kind of culminated with a 13-year-old girl um, threatening to punch me um, and then coming up face-to-face and threatening to punch me in the head um, before I was taken away by a police officer who grabbed my arm and told me that I'd been ordered to move on, which I hadn't, and that I was being aggressive, which I also wasn't. Um, so it was a rather interesting experience. And unfortunately, um, as I said previously, I think that 99% of the police force in in Victoria and in the country do an amazing job and they are in an envi- in unenviable position. But I think at this point it's it just shows the lack of balance and nuance between allowing a free speech and oppositional voice versus just fear of the other side. And, and I think that's that's the part that concerns me is there is that it might come not come from uh, in terms of the police force from a position of bias, but it might simply come from the fact that they are more afraid of what could happen uh, with the the protest and the aggression and uh, potential violence coming from one side than the other. And uh, it is possible that they are motivated by fear. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And in another protest that we uh, I went to, which was at, it wasn't as much of a protest as pro-Palestinians came to. I th- you may have heard of it, but they came to Caulfield, which is, as I think a friend of mine mentioned, is the replica of Glen Hazel. In correct. It's it's, it's, it's your like, equivalent of Glen Hazel. Yeah. Is this is this where they exactly. came to the synagogue? They came to the shul on on a Friday they, night. They came to protest. Hmm. And it, to be fair, in my opinion, I think that they should be allowed to protest, as I should be able to. But the police shouldn't. They kind of intimated that they were concerned with the other side more so than they were concerned with the pro-Israel side, which I don't think is particularly surprising. Um, and also, it's it's a pure numbers issue as well. I mean, there are just so many more um, protesters who are pro-Palestinian across the world already. And then, as I've said, that's why it's really important to make a stand as even just one or a group of people. And secondly, with the young folk who are probably more in between and don't know any better, even more of a, um, a reason to go and actually have that voice. What's, what's interesting to me as well is doesn't the problem really stem a little bit further back that you can have a public school uh, being being used in this way to further one side's agenda? You know, you might have pro-Israel supporters within that environment in a school but uh, obviously who are, are, are intimidated just like they try to intimidate you uh, into some form of silence. Isn't that where the problem lies? Shouldn't this be precluded from, uh, from impacting uh, schools? Yeah, most definitely. I think, as I've said, if you, everyone I feel should have the right to protest. Firstly, I don't think it should be done during school hours. I mean, if kids really want to protest, they can protest on the weekend. Um, when it comes to a private school, well, that's a different issue in itself, but public schools really shouldn't be taking a side in this situation or at least be explaining and teaching the conflict in a way that is at least somewhat impartial. And secondly, as you rightly mentioned, um, if there are Jewish kids or Israeli kids in any of these classrooms, how would they feel? I know from my perspective, um, and I've mentioned this before as well, that 
walking down the street, city streets of Melbourne and hearing these chants coming from kids who were, to be quite frank, would you know if they were in Gaza, they'd be the first target in Hamas's kind of no doubt, um, absolutely. Book, you know, chanting these pretty horrible chants, and for the first time, I started to think about what it was actually like for our ancestors in Eastern Europe back in the day, because you have the teachers, you have some students, you have people from, you know, Islamic kind of Muslim side, and you've got this group who are just chanting away and with no opposition. That's it. Honestly, that's what it reminded me of. So yeah, I can imagine for these kids, you know, if in some of these inner city schools, as I mentioned, which in Melbourne is quite a liberal um, mm, mm. kind of progressive area, it could be quite terrifying and frightening. In, in, indeed, what does this mean for you? We do need to wrap this up, but what does it mean for you? Has this? Uh, it certainly doesn't sound like it's intimidated you, but uh, it really, it really can have the potential to intimidate you into silence. What uh, what impact has this had on you? Yeah, look, um, I I was a bit upset with how the police kind of came through and weren't really listening to what I was saying, and they just kind of acted first. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Um, it's not going to stop me, you know, going to any more rallies. Um, as I said, I, I understand that in this situation, in the current environment, there are a lot of people, both old and young, men and women, who are scared, and that's everyone's entitled to feel how they want to feel. Personally, I don't feel like that. I feel more empowered, and I think that, you know, if we have a voice and you do feel comfortable, you should make a stand because even one person in a big crowd can draw the attention away and start to convince those who actually are open to it and bring everyone closer together. Yep, and that is where we leave it. Well, I hope that you do continue this, uh, your, 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 and that your voice is heard and that you continue doing it in the respectful way that I can hear you are. Adam Kahlberg talking to us from Melbourne.